Welcome to Frankly. I'm Leslie. And I'm Amy. Every week we sit down and have a frank conversation like childhood besties do. We We keep keep it real. real. We are so good at that. I love it so much. So welcome to our second episode of Frankly. If you're listening, thank you. Thank you for putting up with our first episode. We know it was a little bit rough and you could hear the highway in the background. (laughs) But remember, as we continue on, it's going to get better and better so here's to hoping here cheers to that cheers to that we got we got a glass of wine here we are keeping terrible clink well hopefully that didn't hurt your ears okay clink ready you gotta get your hand off oh sorry 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 sorry. okay gotta be fancy one two cheers cheers (laughs) cheers to episode two thank you all for tuning in this week we are going to be talking about something that a lot of people wonder about our lives um yeah, we get questions about this every time we talk to someone, especially someone new. They're like, how can this be? So typically what ends up happening, without us telling you what this topic is about yet, is that we'll be somewhere and I'll say, oh yeah, you know, my husband this, my kid this, and Leslie's there with me, and then I'll say, oh yeah, and this is Leslie, my roommate. And they're like, wait, 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 wait room didn't you just say you were married and had a kid roommate what i'm confused i know they always look at me so weird like oh okay or forever if amy's invited to somewhere most likely i get that casual invite as well doesn't even need to be said but i am also yeah i'm also part of the household (laughs) so this episode is going to be about how yes in fact we are roommates and yes we are both married Two, two different men. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a polygamist relationship. Although. Well, <laughs> romantically, it's not a polygamist relationship. <laughs> we actually, this is a great story that we should tell everybody, is that one time we went to the movies, I was very, very pregnant. It was Leslie and my husband, Jesus, and we were walking into the theater, and we were just like, how does this look? Like, it's all walking in a row, and Jesus goes and, like, such a gentleman and opens the door for both of us and lets us both through, and we're like, wow, we are, like, the definition of sister wives. And we both have our wedding rings on, so it looks like we all are in a committed relationship. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, we, our topic for today is living together, not only as besties, but also with you, Amy, as a husband and wife, and now a baby, so now wow. it's a household of four. So I guess let's let's jump right in and talk about how we even became roomies because a lot of people would assume, as many of you have, lived with probably best friends, roommates, college, all of that stuff. Um, I have to say that you took me in. You took me in, a homeless woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we never were roommates. No, Until we, we were adults and I was married and you were almost married that's pretty true yeah we grew up both in the same town Lansing Michigan shout out (laughs) uh we went to the same university which was in our town so we didn't really have a lot of room I mean we stayed with our parents mostly through experience to save money (laughs) right Uh, we technically could have dormed together but we both chose to save money not stay in the dorms yeah Aren't we weirdos for doing that? Sometimes why didn't we do that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we saved money, I guess, but we did save money. We're still very much in debt with school. That's 
that's very true. So imagine, <laughs> imagine what we would have been if we stayed in the dorms. That's true. But yeah, so we we lived with our parents. I lived with a few girls, part of this Christian organization for a year, but then went back to my parents. Then you were with your parents, and then you lived abroad. Mm-hmm. And then you came back. So we never really had an opportunity to live together, even though we've been friends since the beginning of time. Literally. Literally. Your mom wore my mom's maternity clothes. So we knew each other from birth. And we were just destined to be Mm -hmm. roommates. And it was just a matter of time until that happened. Mm -hmm. So pretty much the story goes that I pulled Leslie to Austin. Um, I had moved here as soon as I had gotten married. And Leslie, who was just coming back from Egypt, and she was job searching in Michigan, and I said, you should really come to Austin. Well, maybe it was before that fact. Someone in my office said they were hiring, and so I was like, Leslie, you should apply, you should apply. Like, you should come, you could come live with us. And she's like, well, okay, like, my job search isn't really going anywhere here in Michigan. Sure, I'll come. So we were like, when I remember this conversation, I completely remember this conversation I don't know if you do we were texting and you're like well like I don't we should put a time limit on it because I don't know like I don't want to overstay and like it's you and Jesus I don't want to like ruin that dynamic you guys are semi-newlyweds that's hilarious because here we are almost what two and a half years later (laughs) living together (laughs) sorry not sorry no but this is my real question I'm super curious is that in that in that conversation or before like before you and I talked about it, uh-huh. what kind of conversation did you have to have with Jesus to allow me to stay with you? Well, the funny thing is, and I hope that he allows me to share this, because I'm going to anyways, <laughs> is that he... Remember when we were in Monterrey together and we were just like super goofy and we would like jokingly make fun of him and stuff? I don't remember making fun of him, but I remember that we were just so crazy. crazy. <laughs> well, he, when I had said, come on, Leslie's going to move and we're going to let her live with us, because heck yes, he was like, that's totally fine. I get it. That'll be amazing. He's like, but you have to promise me one thing. You and Leslie, like, always gang up on me, and you guys need to, like, not do that. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember. We probably had some... We were drinking or something. Yeah. I, I remember I we were like, just so goofy. Yeah. Like, well, we're not That's ganging sad. up on you in any ways. So my way of like showing him some love is by kind of making fun of him. <laughs> so yeah, I, I had to too. promise him. Like he, he really was like, you, you have to promise me you cannot do that. And You have to be mature. Yes. No goofing around. And then as soon as you moved in... I think he realized, like, oh, yeah, there was nothing for me to be worried about. A sweet angel I was. I know, right? No, but I was, because, I know we've been best friends for so long, but I really thought about, okay, if I'm going to make this work, I really need to be extra considerate about my actions and how I relate to you guys. Just because <laughs> I've seen so many, you've seen the movies and the stories yeah, that once friends live together, could ruin everything or the dynamic changes yeah. and and it's not just it was it's not just you and me it's you and me and your husband so I definitely value like the relationship you guys have and mm-hmm. didn't want to get in the way so well, I was super cautious of that well and I think with you you like have you'd heard you had heard my roommate disaster stories 
And so I think you were like, okay, I can't be a terrible roommate because Amy's already had terrible roommates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I know I'm a kind of a messy person and Amy's pretty clean. <laughs> if I can keep it in my room and make the effort outside of the room, the bedroom, my bedroom, then we'll be okay. <laughs> and here we are three years late, two and a half years later, and it's been a dream. So yeah. I guess we can go into number one, like what is it like on a day-to-day basis living as besties, both being married, and now with a kid in the mix. Yeah, well, I think it it changed depending on where we lived. Oh, yeah, that's a whole nother story. That is a whole nother story, but it did kind of, you know, our routine would change. When I first moved, you you and Jesus were living in a duplex, right? It was a duplex. Yep. And so we had two bedrooms. Two bathrooms. Two bathrooms. Work schedules were different. We had long commutes home. Yeah, that's we, true. You wouldn't get home until almost 7 o'clock. Because mm-hmm, my employer is very, they were a stickler on that. Mm-hmm. 5.30, you're out. And in Austin, Texas, you know, the traffic, once you hit 4, 3.30, yeah. it's crazy. It's backed up for miles. Yeah. So we had, I think, very, very different, gosh, I just felt so guilty those first, the first what year and a half almost two felt guilty because there were so many things that I wanted to show Leslie and take her around and I was also in a situation um with a job that I was just 24 7 like busy showing clients out and about so weekends it was really tough because I would want to make plans but I'd be pretty much on call and you guys would just like sit around the house, you and Jesus hanging out, and I would be off working. That was really tough. Yeah. You know, to be honest though, I was coming back from an experience and just a time in my life where I had a lot of things that failed for me and it was really exhausting and mentally, physically, every way that you can think of. So to be honest, for me, just sitting on the couch with Jesus or mm-hmm. you watching a TV show chatting about our lives our days it was actually pretty refreshing to me and I really needed that at that moment in time and the purpose of me even coming to Austin was to be with you that was one of my reasons because we never got to live together so I was like heck yeah I'm gonna take this opportunity and I've kept her here since (laughs) and yeah we owe that also too yeah you the second job that you got here and now it's more of a long-term idea that you might consider Austin home. I know. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. (laughs) We'll see. It's a good place. We'll see. We see. So So. yeah, after we moved out of the duplex, we bought a, Jesus and I bought um, a condo and we lived there for just a short period of time before we had some issues with the plumbing. So (laughs) that was the worst. That was the worst. We still have PTSD. But that condo was a two bedroom, one bath. So like 800 square feet. So we shared a bathroom. And that was a whole nother situation because the bathroom door didn't have a lock on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those like rolly doors. I don't think and I then, ever walked in on someone though. I kind of... No, because we always keep the door open when we were in there. Mm-hmm. And then when we left the house, it would be closed for the dogs. But anyways, yeah, like the shower was a beautiful glass walk-in shower, but... If I were to, like, Leslie was showering and I wanted to quick brush my teeth, like, I obviously could sneak in, but then me knowing that I was going to open the door and if Jesus was right around there, like, I obviously was going to make Leslie uncomfortable. Like, ah, I'm showering! Who is it? So, yeah. 
That was fun. You got to share a bathroom with us. Mm-hmm. Question. Did you... So we we have moved... I have moved three times. This is two times since we've been together for you. Yeah. Right? In all of those moves, did you ever consider, okay, next move, fresh start, Leslie, go find your own place? No. Or were you thinking, all right, it's the three of us. Okay, this no. house that we find needs two bedrooms because <laughs> I'm here and Leslie's there. You're always part of the equation. <laughs> I think when we even, this house that we're in now, which is not the condo that was Super Teens Dining, Literally, I think when Jesus and I came to the open house to look at it, we were like, oh, yeah, this is so much bigger than Leslie's bedroom. Oh, and she has a walk-in closet. Oh, she'll love this. <laughs> like, you were a daughter. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, yeah, you were always completely part of the picture. Yeah. One thing we did say, too, and I remember the conversation, it was quite a bit further south than we had ever anticipated living. And we were worried, like, oh, no, like, we got to convince Leslie to move with us and hopefully she does we have to convince her that it's like not too far away from work. So remember I took you at lunchtime like okay, let's see how long it is. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um something we should add though, just for people who are wondering, for me living with you for two and a half years, awesome dynamic, but a, a benefit to that mutually is that I am paying rent yep. and so to help with your mortgage yep. and whatever, and you're helping me out too because I'm not paying the, the insane prices in Austin. Yeah, so we both kind of got a benefit from that too. A thousand percent. Leslie saves money, we save money. Mm-hmm. Happy family. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Happy I mean, wise, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> so we were at the condo. We had to move out because we literally we had just moved in maybe a month before we had such a um a terrible sewage backup that all of the floors needed to be replaced so we literally had to repack up everything that we had just gotten rid of boxes repack everything and move to where did we go a hotel we went to a hotel for oh we stayed with a friend we stayed with brandy hey brandy thanks for letting us use your house (laughs) oh the first time didn't we stay in a hotel for a day we stayed in a lot of places. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, Brandy did help us out. Hey, girl. Your house is beautiful. The funny thing is that when we had to move out because of the plumbing issues and you asked your Brandy, you asked about all of us staying with her. Like, I was, <laughs> I was, I was a family member, which, you know, I am honorary. Well, but, I couldn't have been like, know. hey, Susan, I need somewhere to stay and screw <laughs> Leslie. She needs to pay for her own hotel. Yeah, but that was amazing. I'm like, oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. I'm really part of the family. Okay. <laughs> So, that was a lot of chaos, but there are also a lot of perks in living together, beyond just besties living together in general. We got to share a lot of the cooking and cleaning, which has been really nice. That's been amazing, because how many times do you guys come home from work and literally say, I'm so exhausted, the last thing I want to do is deep defrost the chicken and make myself some dinner like nobody wants to do that especially Mm -hmm. if you're cooking for yourself like one person cookers is that what you call it i know if i lived by myself i would definitely not want to be cooking coming home from work yeah very true for a party one Mm -hmm. even cooking for a party three you're like okay sometimes it's easier to cook for yourself because you can do leftover leftovers or whatever right you can be okay with whatever you want but as a family you have to decide and 
okay, what do we all want to eat? What has been nice, though, is some nights one of us is feeling more energetic and is more like, oh, I'll make food, and then we can all help do dishes or help clean up. So let's talk about the perks. There are many a perk, in my opinion, I don't know about you, about living together, not just with your bestie, but as a whole family, as a whole a household. I could not agree more. There have been more times where I have said, this is incredible. Like, I want to live the rest of my life in this big compound with my <laughs> sister and my best friend and my husband and all of mm-hmm. the kids running around. And it. I wish Kareem was here because I honestly would not even mind living with him too. It is, there are so many perks to living together. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'd have to find our own place for the first week when he comes here. Oh. But... <laughs> Roush. Roush. but yeah, we could come back here and live together. It'd be awesome. I mean, we do have, our, our bedrooms are on separate wings. Yes, but there's huge cracks underneath the door frame. So why ours has a, a stopper on the bottom. <laughs> you gotta get one of those. Just kidding. It's for the child. It's for the baby. Yep. So for me, I mean, at least for cooking and cleaning has been amazing. That moment when I don't want to cook, you're there, or Jesus is there, and he's frying up some chicken or something. Or when we both, when when all three of us come home and we're like, oh, I had a long day. I had a long day. No, I had a long day. Oh, let's get some pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's order out. But sometimes it's, it's more motivation, even if we're all tired, but if we have someone else to cook with. Right. You don't feel like you're stuck in the kitchen all by yourself. Like, we get out a glass of wine, and mm-hmm. I chop the vegetables, you do the meat. Like Turn on the music. Yeah, yeah and that's pretty much what we do, mm-hmm. which has been amazing. Like, tonight... Leslie cooked dinner. I did bath time with baby, and Jesus helped cook the chicken. Yeah, that was perfect. And then we all ate. We should have a documentary. On? Our lives living oh. together as <laughs> sister wives. Docu-series. Yeah. Well, no, and then we all ate dinner. Normally, we would eat dinner together, but I was on bedtime duty. Um, and then Jesus and I cleaned up the kitchen and called it a day. That's so nice. And here we are recording our podcast, which is another big perk because, you know, spouses not every single night, you kind of want your alone time or you want to go out with girls night out. And I have that built in. You just have to go to my bedroom and be like, hey girl, two glasses of wine. Bottle Let's do of it. wine. Yeah. Netflix and chill. Yeah. Is there ever a Netflix and chill not the sexual way? I mean, we do the Netflix and chill, not the sexual <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. I, don't, we, I don't come to your room for the Netflix and chill. I come to your room for the Netflix and chill. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you, I feel well with Jesus. You're married to Jesus, and you're my friend. You are the woman. You get to walk around nude as a buck ass naked if I wanted to. <laughs> yes. Which yes. sometimes I have when I'm sneaking out of the shower. Mm-hmm. Jesus can't do that. I can't do that. No. L- Lucas can do that, but... Well, that is one thing that I... When you're on vacation or when you're gone, Jesus... I don't know if he'll actually mention it, but I have heard him say it a couple times. Oh, yeah, it's so nice walking around in just my undies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, sometimes when you, you and Jesus barely leave the house but when you guys leave the house and it's just me and the doggos i'm like oh okay i need to grab something from the fridge okay i'm just go over there in my underwear and <laughs> they have big windows so i kind of watch out 
have been so many times where I normally would have had to pay a dog sitter. And I don't have to because I'm like, Leslie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And luckily your dogs are... Adorable. Adorable and pretty. I mean, they're pretty well behaved. Well, and they're very low maintenance. Mm-hmm. I used to do dog watching back in my day in college, even though I never had dogs in my entire life, but mm-hmm. it was a side business. She's a cat lady, but I believe we've converted her to be a both lady. But yeah, it's they're pretty easy, and they're a little older, and they're not crazy. But when I dog sat, I had a few that were, they were well, taking anxiety medicine and had to eat a certain way in a certain time, and it was a lot, so. Her is two against one, so whenever Jesus wants to do something and I'm not feeling it, I just have to go give you that look that best friends have and you know exactly what you need to do and you know that you need to be on my side or else I'm kicking you out. <laughs> there and is we get our look. way. That's true. We can sense each other. So. For sure. And you always diffuse our arguments. Like if Jesus and I are arguing. Stop. Oh my gosh. I run from, I run away. There are times though when you're like, but come on guys. Like, Pipe down. It's okay. <laughs> I do. Like, you try to be the maid. Because I'm standing right there. I'm like, and... This is my exit. Yeah. I usually say, this is my exit. But sometimes I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Peace and love. I'm sitting here. It's all going to be okay. I think one time you told us, to, oh, just kiss and make up. <laughs> That's so funny because uh, I'm like that in your relationship. But with you, you sometimes have been the mediator. Okay, let me talk to Kareem. Okay, let me talk to... Leslie. Okay, so no, he really was meaning this. You know, and you know, you need to see this perspective of it. He didn't mean it like that. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it would, it would change if I wasn't living with you guys because Probably. I got I got to think about both of my roomies. You know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, long story short, there's a lot of things that I love living, that I love about living with you. Me too. Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible grammar. <laughs> That's okay, but I understand what you're saying. I love living with you. There are tons of things that I love about living together. Me too. Too. I think this is a love story in the making. But I think the bigger picture of it, and like I joked around, I'd love to live in like a big communal like space. Truly though, like I do have dreams of Jesus designing a really cool like hacienda style home which it is for those that don't know the house that's like in the shape of a square and in the center is like a courtyard Mm -hmm. and having a bunch of those kind of like hacienda style houses on a piece of property that is not too far like on the outskirts of austin so that we all can still go and do stuff and not be like in timbuktu but you can help help everybody like if one of the couples wants to go and have date night like we're on a big property, so like we can, okay, we'll watch your kids on the camera, and we'll be here, and come over for a Saturday brunch, and we all can help cook breakfast. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. Or, hey, we're going on a vacay. Can you watch our dogs? And just being able to rely on each other and have our own spaces, obviously. Mm-hmm. When we're- and without it being a transaction, it's more about the community supporting one another, being able to live together enjoy life rather than okay you just for me I do this for you you pay me this much I pay you you know I well, pay. And it's it's funny because I think what we're saying 
is such a like oh that's so like out of the ordinary for the United States but if you really think about it it's pretty common in other countries multi-generational living like Latino cultures their grandparents when they need more care move back in with the family mm-hmm. a lot of the times yeah and I'm sure in other other countries it's similar but at the end of the day, I do truly believe, and maybe this has been exacerbated since I've had a kid, but it, it feels really lonely, or I can imagine it feels really lonely because I don't feel lonely right now in me doing it because I have you here, but... Aw, so sweet. I can imagine it feels really lonely to feel like you've got to raise a kid on your own. Like they say, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. And we say that in the United States, but do we truly have the full extent of that tribe behind us when we are living apart and we're too embarrassed to ask for help when we you know don't want to inconvenience someone that we're having to ask i don't know yeah that's true especially in this day and age i mean families even in the united states used to you grew up in your city and you died in your city but now people are moving around from state to state and so the nuclear family is not together as much as it used to be or the like the extended family is not together yeah. as it used to be so you kind of rely on yourself unless you have a good network around you or a good community i know that maybe the reason why our situation works so well is that we grew up in a networking community where families and and parents were passing their kids like i'm going to go do this activity here are my kids and then yeah. vice versa you know yeah. so we grew up in that way so i think it was easy for us to live in the same situation right well, and that's an interesting thought. Like, my sister, she still lives in Michigan where the rest of my family is, but she's an hour away from our hometown. Mm-hmm. And even you'd think, oh, goodness, if so, if my parents lived an hour away from Austin, you know, we'd be with each other all the time. But at the end of the day, that's not, an, that's not what ends up happening. Like, my sister will see them maybe once a month, if that. Mm-hmm. So she truly doesn't have the help that she wishes she had. That's true. And hour is hour. I mean, my cousins live three in Dallas, three hours away. and You rarely see them. I rarely see them. I thought, I thought I was going to be there more often. And I aim to do that. But the yeah. drive, you know, life and the drive by myself is just... It's a lot. It's a lot. So imagine with kids is... Yeah. Oof. When we lived in our first house, um, when I was growing up, the first house that we lived in, my mom had some really close neighbor friends and they had come up with a babysitting club system where you would get almost like tokens so i watch your kids for an hour you give me one of your tokens really so that maybe you'll each start with five tokens and each token's worth an hour so then you literally based on the tokens you have you can ask for babysitting help while you go off for however long you want to based on how many tokens you have and then it's it just goes back down to like receiving and giving and it's not about mon- monetary value but helping each other out but keeping it fair at the same time because yeah. you know us Americans have to keep things fair <laughs> imagine the person that had zero tokens they're like okay just let me watch all your kids so I can collect some tokens I need some tokens yeah that's interesting but yeah I, I think our experience living together has been for me personally it's been a blessing I just feel rejuvenated don't you yawn at me over there Ooh, this wine is getting to me. I'm so tired. <laughs> Rejuvenated. The opportunity to live with my best friend and be a part of a community and learn. Um, 
I guess in the same way that you would learn with in like a one-on-one relationship, I'm also learning with a group of people of, you know, the, even the give and take and compromising and communicating and yeah. working together, even cooking, even sometimes when you don't want to, but you know, it's part of the group effort or cleaning because we have guests over. Cheers to a 26-year friendship. friendship and... Now living together no. and thriving. And let's hope... I was going to say let's hope we live together for another three years, but I think you're ready to move on <laughs> when your husband gets here. Well, my husband can say we are fond in our own place, but hopefully it's Hi. close by. And that's literally in my search for a place. It has to be close to you. That has been my like one of my... Because when points. you have babies, I want to be able to walk and come hang out with them all the time. All right, let's hold up on that <laughs> for a few years. <laughs> auntie but... Amy wants to squish your cute, chunky babies. Good thing you're already auntie, so uh, yeah. <gasps> yeah, I know, but you're cutie. Your cutie little kids are going to be different. So cute. Anyways, <laughs> let's cheers. Another, I don't even know how long we're going to live. However long we live, cheers to that many amount of years of friendship, friendship. and to the experience we have lived together as sister wives thus far thus far cheers sister wives cheers that was pretty good that was a really good cheers probably because there's no alcohol in there <laughs> yeah we drink it all <laughs> no we forgot about a point about living together during quarantine but i don't know if that is important y'all living together in quarantine so you thought it was bad enough the three of us being stuck in the 800 square foot condo well now we're in a thousand square foot home but we are literally in quarantine so we have seen each other besides the time that we were in michigan we have literally seen each other every single day all day long (laughs) for five months now three working adults in one home and a baby and two dogs Mm -hmm. barely leaving the house now this is Little House on the Prairie style. <laughs> one is like a one room home oh, with a whole strawbest. big fan and a whole big family. So yeah, quarantine has been a whole other situation. It is, but we made it through. Actually, we'll, we're still going through it. Yeah. Five months in. Going strong. Going strong. No one is dead. We've rearranged the living room to make it work for quarantine. We have. Which has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. No one has... Oh. What? We redid the back patio so that we had nice chairs and a rug to sit out there. Mm-hmm. So let's pray that it gets cold sometime soon so we can actually sit out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing I thought of that what? has been really awesome is that we go on walks every night. Oh. I love that. We take the baby. Well, not now, but we used to take the baby. We used to. Yumi, Jesus, the dogs, and we'd go on that... Like n- a two-mile neighborhood stroll say hello to the neighbors and be like yes we know we know this looks like an awkward situation but promise it's cool Mm -hmm. yeah that is fun i really do enjoy those walks and now it's a little bit sad because when he lucas is sleeping we are walking the neighborhood two by two Mm -hmm. while one is on baby watch duty you're yawning at me. <laughs> you're making me yawn. I'm not even a mom, but I feel like I'm tired <laughs> from the day. Yeah, Lucas was like up every two to three hours last night. Well, that's pretty frank. Here we are, folks. Frankly yawning. 
<laughs> and calling it an evening. Good night to all, and thank you for tuning in to our second episode. We hope that we are getting better, and we hope that we didn't bore you, and maybe you learned something about our lives. All right. See you next time. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now. (laughs)